English Premier League. From the man you read to a Brazilian named Fred. Hello. From the Socceroos to the latest round ball news. From Harry Kuehl's tattoo to Cantona's Kung Fu. Want to hear the best world football show on the planet? Well, stand in queue. For Hyundai Ailey. Fan made. Get behind your local club. Muchas gracias for Diego's. Welcome, amigos. This is the Four Diego's across Australia. My name's Carlos Alberto Diego. With me today is Vinny Venezuela, Donnie Dominguez, and Pablo Cruz. We're four blokes who love our world footy, and we want to tell you all about it. So, Vinny, what's on the show for listeners tonight? Thank you very much, Carlos. Well, tonight we share a soft sombrero moment with captain of the beautiful, beautiful Brisbane Raw, Matt Mackay, and Donnie covers Melbourne Heart's stirring win at the death against Adelaide in his A-League review. Pablo asks, what does an EPL manager have to do to keep his job in his UK update? Vinny talks about a bad boy's move to AC Milan in his global scene, and I'll be listing the 50-man Socceroo Asian Cup squad one by one. We talk giant killers in the UAE, coach killers in the EPL, Holger's killers in the Asian Cup, and much, much more. So all you sensitive hooligans out there, hang on your sombreros, coming up. Some say it was a comeback of the century. Donnie will tell us all about it, so stay tuned across Australia. This is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Taste the Perth glory. Hear the Brisbane roar. For Hyundai A-League, fan-made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. You're with Carlos, Vinny, Donnie and Pablo on the Four Diego's across Australia. You can join us right here every week for your dose of world footy Diego style. Coming up, Pablo asks, how do EPL managers keep their jobs? But first, Donnie, what's the latest in the A-League? Uh, last night, Carlos, we had the Brisbane Raw defeat North Queensland 2-0. We had Melbourne Victory defeat Perth Glory 2-0. We had Wellington Phoenix destroy Newcastle 4-0 over the there in Auckland. The team's come good. It's come good indeed. <laughs> but the most exciting match, of course, was Friday night where the Melbourne Heart literally reached into the chests of all Adelaide fans and tore their hearts out with a 2-1 victory in the last minutes of extra time. Vinny, we spoke about this. It's a, it's a Cinderella story, a story of redemption. It was a magnificent performance by Hart. Yes, and Aloisi apparently was told by his mother that if he doesn't score, he can't come home for pasta. Exactly. So he did the job. Well, I mean, it's a 15-year-old. He played his first game for Adelaide City in those days on Hindmarsh turf, and uh, it was just a young kitty, fresh-faced, hadn't you know done much in world footy, but you know, 20 years on, his uh, last game in front of his uh, family and friends scores a goal. It is a fairy tale Cinderella story. It was also a game of redemption for Simon Colosimo, who got in with the first goal for the heart. A uh, he header, wasn't quite sure that the ball was actually coming to him, <laughs> but he scored, and that was a fantastic thing because he's under a lot of pressure to perform. Yes, he's trying to consolidate a position in that squad, and he'll play anywhere now. <laughs> As captain, that's right. Yeah. Of course, he was frozen out for yeah. weeks because uh, he was injured and couldn't find his way back into the side. But uh, good on Simon, uh, good on Johnny. He's also doing weddings parties and anything. <laughs> That's right. But the victory also had a stirring win over Perth. Perth, oh, I feel sorry for those guys. Mm. That is 16 games where they have not won. Can we, can we call it dead man walking? <laughs> dead man walking, I'd call it now. But it wasn't all good for our friends at Victory. We had three injuries on the night. We had Thompson do his hamstring. We had Kempi do his groin. And had KFC Hernandez at the very death knell rolled his ankle as well. Ooh, those boys coming back from uh, those long-term injuries, this is not uncommon, is it, Dr. Carlos? For uh, someone with a structural injury to yeah. come back... Yeah, pass all the medicals and then cop those soft tissues a couple of weeks down the track. I'm just putting my Dr. Groin hat on right now. It, it, it was just doomed to happen. I mean, just knew they came back too early. I reckon knee reconstruction is two years. Two years. If you don't come back within two years. If you come back any earlier, 
you're doomed to do something else. And uh, Archie, the rock star, pinged a hamstring. And after he scored a goal, too, yes. uh, it's the worst way of doing and, it. And you know, you know the euphoria was uh, cut short and the injury was real when he couldn't even make it to the corner post to, <laughs> to beat its head in, as he normally does. The other thing, though, to finish off, Carlos, Brisbane Raw now 10 points clear at the top of the A-League. They are playing champagne football. They have been unbeaten for 17 games yeah. now. There's no stopping them. They won't lose a game ever again. <laughs> of course, later on, we're speaking to Matt McKay, and we'll ask him how it feels like to be on top of the world. Yes, and if you're Ange... Talk about redemption. Ange Postacolu, he's walking big. Oh, yeah. Coming up, it's the latest in the EPL sack race uh, with Pablo Cruz here on the 40 Diego, so stick around. Arriba! Triple M. Feel North Queensland's fury. Get Adelaide United for Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to aleague.com.au for tickets. It's the 40 Diego's on Triple M. If you want to get in touch with the Diego's, drop us a line at diego's at 40diego's.com. That's F-O-U-R-D-I-E-G-O-S.com. Join us at Twitter, twitter.com forward slash 40diego's. Coming up, it's Swedish football secrets with Vinny. But first, Pablo, what's the latest on the EPL front? Uh, yes, Carlos, I just want to ask a question of you all this morning. Um, what do you have to do to keep your job... <laughs> as yeah. a manager in the EPL, because you can win the championship. You can knock over Arsenal, you can knock over Chelsea, yeah. but if you're Chris Hooten, it's not good enough. <laughs> or if you're Mike Ashley, it's not good enough. And, and you can so beat you get... Sunderland, your, your rivals, 5-1. That's right. You can also uh, take a mid-table average list of Blackburn like Sam Allardyce did, and you also get the flick. You can you can win the league like Jose Mourinho's done, and you can also get the flick. So if you're Avram Grant, you can take Portsmouth to one of the worst EPL seasons in the history of the EPL and you can still get a gig at West Ham where you'll probably do the same thing two years running. So uh, I don't think uh, actually being Italian helps either because uh, <laughs> Ancelotti and uh, Mancini have both been rumoured to be under pressure as well already this season. I think if you're good friends with Roman Abramovich as is goose hitting, you could probably keep your job. Yeah, yeah, it's all got to do with you've got to chum up to the owner. Yep, There's yep. no doubt about it. And no I think, doubt about I think it. you've got to be uncle-like mm. also. Uh, uncle Roy Hodgson, Uncle Avram Grant. It doesn't matter about results. You, you, there's, a, there's a sense of uh, you want to stick by the older types. So, you know, the friendly uh, uncle guys where there's not much of an expectation for them to win things. No, I think in that situation, it's just that there's no one else who wants the job. <laughs> look, I don't think it's the uncle thing at all. Look, I think Joe Kinnear having a heart attack a couple of seasons ago at Newcastle helped because no one wanted to sack him. <laughs> that is true, but uh, I think Carlo Ancelotti is probably the worst bit of timing ever because Chelsea are going through their biggest slump. It's the worst seven weeks uh, in about ten years. And he's come out and he said, and we know who his boss is, because mm. yes. it is Roman Abramovich. He's come out and he goes, uh, I don't think winning is the most important thing. <laughs> hello? So, yeah, uh, hello, that's right. He said it's the philosophy of team, philosophy of club, the atmosphere, it's Marbo, it's the constitution, it's the vibe. <laughs> it's the vibe. <laughs> but it's not necessarily winning. Uh, his boss, Roman Abramovich, said that I'm also having philosophy, but it's not Marbo. <laughs> I have philosophy to do with yacht, to do with supermodels and polishing Champions League trophy. <laughs> exactly. But something's <laughs> happening there, at, if you're talking about Chelsea. Chelsea there, Pablo. Didier Drogba on the bench dropped it, rumoured last week. Came on. He reacted well, according to Carlo Ancelotti, but there's got to be something wrong with the big, strong Ivorian. Jose Mourinho on the phone every other day to people like Drogba saying, yeah, when you're going to come over. <laughs> That's what it is. He undermines the special one. That's what I reckon. If you're a striker in England at the moment and Jose Mourinho is not calling you, then yep. your career's on the downward slide. But I think suggestions, excellent, but... Basically, the key is you have to be Scottish. Scottish. If you're Scottish in the EPL, 
<laughs> Sir Alex Ferguson, 24 years. He's about to break Sir Matt Busby's uh, record for longevity in coaching. David Moyes would probably be, after Arsene Wenger, he'd be the next uh, the next longest-serving coach. And I think excellence with hair dryers. And yeah, the old boots. blow dryers. Yeah, the old blow dryers. Being able to throw the boots around. You know, that's what it takes. 8,000. I counted these up. 8,811 days he's been uh, managing Manchester United, and he'll go one extra day when he coaches them for the uh, game against Chelsea. Uh, of course, it's... Uh, Should the pitch ever thought. Yeah, exactly right. And, mm. and isn't he currently bringing out the best in Wayne Rooney? Did you see? <laughs> <laughs> he had a sh- horror, a shocker yeah. of a match against Arsenal the other day. Well, Pablo, uh, in the end, have we come to some sort of conclusion about how EPL managers keep their jobs? Well, Don Fab said, in the history of the game, in the history of Football, Sir Alex is the best. Carlo Ancelotti probably put it in perspective. He said, I'm coming from Italy. For me, it's impossible to think of one coach staying for 24 years. So. <laughs> yeah, it certainly is uh, something that is very unique in world football. Thanks very much, Pablo Cruz. Coming up, Vinny exposes a Swedish football secret. So stay tuned across Australia. This is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Taste the Melbourne victory. Get on board the Central Coast Mariners. For Hyundai A-League fan made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. Vinny, the Swedes cleared up a rumour about their league trophy this week. Yes, uh, Carlos, you know it's a slow news day and uh, people got nothing better to do when you perform keyhole surgery <laughs> on the Swedish uh, Cup trophy. Yep. Now, there was a rumour going around that the guy who uh, made the trophy, Ingemar Eklund, because you're going to need to remember that name forever, <laughs> had secretly engraved something on the inside. And so, you know got tongues talking, Carlos yeah. and the boys. Everyone was talking about it. So on Friday, they got the club physician, the team doctor, <laughs> to perform keyhole surgery. It was televised. Yeah. No expense was spared to uh, end the mystery. So uh, under the watchful gaze of uh, Swedish uh, media, they inserted the uh, little uh, probing thing inside yeah, the trophy. Little camera. Looking for the engraving. And lo and behold, there was a secret engraving. And it said... Kevin Musket is Voldemort. <laughs> here I Crazy. Vinny, here I was thinking you'd say something like, I love Abba, yeah. Well, actually, it didn't say Kevin Musket is Voldemort. It said, your garden are the best. The trophy's named after Leonard Johansson, the FIFA boss at one stage, and that's the team he hated. Yeah. And so the engraver wanted to, I don't know, upset him. Yeah. And uh, anyway, the, there was that written on it and uh, four other names. And I'm thinking maybe... Anna Ever. Bjorn, <laughs> Benny, Frida. Frida. Yeah, so, Vinny, while he was there, did he perform a bit of a new reconstruction on the trophy too while he's there with the care hole surgery? Well, the trophy left the room in crutches. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. This is the 40 Diego's across Australia. Triple M. Feel the Melbourne heart. Soar with the Newcastle Jets. The Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to a-league.com.au for tickets. It's the 40 Diego's on Triple M. And you join us right here every Sunday night for your dose of world footy Diego style. Coming up, it's a special soft sombrero moment with captain of the Brisbane Raw, Manny Mackay. But first, Vinny, what's the news on the global front? Now, uh, Carlos, if there's one bad boy in Italian football, it'd be Antonio Cassano. He hates everyone. Oh, bad temper. Hates authority. Bad temper. Hates anyone in admin. Doesn't <laughs> like stationery. Never goes to office works. Just angry. Born angry. Is he wearing pants yet? Cassano. <laughs> he went through that episode where he'd throw his, half his uniform into the crowd. You do that sometimes as part of your goal seller. I think the, the pants are on. Anyway, Antonio, uh, he's had a big falling out at Sampdoria with uh, the president. And yeah. uh, once you upset the president, they've gone to half pay. There was a big hearing last week. And now he wants to go to AC Milan. And, and there's talk of him going, and but nothing's been obviously signed yet. But uh, he's wearing the shirt in public and, and stuff like that. Lots of implications for AC Milan because obviously Inzaghi's over there and, yeah. uh, and Ibrahimovic. And you know to have such a loose cannon among... 
you know, in a team that's doing quite well at the moment, could be quite controversial. Now, the thing that interests me about Cassano was he was at Roma. He started off at Roma. They yep. bought him for 30 mil. And Capello, yep. who's the uh, England manager, had him there. Hated because, Capello. Yeah, because he was a child prodigy too. Yes. Loved. Genius. What, the reason why he's still playing is because he's a damn good footballer. Yes. Oh, Everyone hates him. All his teammates hate him. All his managers hate him. But uh, he's just a damn good footballer. And he went to Real Madrid. And unfortunately, he left Roma in a half. <laughs> <laughs> went to Real Madrid and then they got Capello who, who just kept the hate going. Yeah. And then he put on weight. He put on weight at Real Madrid. He was very, that was his protest. Tapas was it? Uh, that's how he, I protest uh, myself. Paella. Paella. I think paella. He, dig, he dug the paella very and he much. Was, and he was fine. He was told by Real that he, he would be fine for every gram he put it on, every gram of fat he put on. So that was one. Uh, that was the weight loss program that really worked for him. Then he went to Sampdoria and virtually has turned their fortunes around. Yeah. So it's a big move. If he goes to AC, there's now talk that Ronaldinho will go back to Palmeiras, who are sniffing around for Ronaldinho over there. Okay, I thought they might have just got him because Inzaghi's been is actually out for the rest of the season with a long-term injury, and uh, we'll get onto that in a moment, though, yep. Vinny, but uh, I thought maybe he would have been a good fit for that. But, look, Cassano's shown that he's only good for a very, very short period of time. As soon as he joins a club, he loves everyone. You know, he scores goals for fun. He's at the height of his game. But when you get to know him... Mm. That's uh, when that whole... Uh, you it, know, all goes, it all goes it, apart, it does, doesn't it? Does. When you get to know him. Yeah. And, uh, but really... also, I find very interesting the whole half pay. How can a man keep up the Maserati repayments on half his pay? <laughs> it's I, good I don't half understand. Pay. I don't understand. Half... I don't understand. Donny, it's good half pay. The other interesting thing about it is that uh, Sampdoria aren't allowed to sell him until 2013. Otherwise, they've got to pay Real Madrid <laughs> £5 million. Pounds. So yeah. they're saying if AC is going to buy him, they're going to have to pay Real the £5 million. So he's just going to sit around in a cafe eating. Eating. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no more bands on, on the grams. And uh, very quickly, uh, Rafa Benitez, the rotator, <laughs> who we miss in the Premier League uh, and who they're just waiting for him to go at Inter Milan. He's had a victory. He's had a win, the World Club Championship. He's brought it home against Tipi Mazembe overnight, three-zip uh, win. And he's uh, issued the ultimatum to, to the Inter people. He said, there are several possibilities. One, 100% support for the coach and buy four or five players to build a stronger team. Two, carry on like this without a project, without planning, and go ahead with one person to blame for the whole season getting to May this way. We can do that. That's two, yep. he told them. Three, is to speak to my agent, reach an agreement if there is not support. Simple. <laughs> and four, yep. get me Bon Jovi tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking the Italians are going to go three. You don't put ultimatums to the Italians. It's the other way no. around, isn't it, Vinny? No. no, you don't do that at all. You know, we'll uh, watch your space with Rappanese. That's his second trophy for the season, by the way. He won the Super Duper Cup early on. Special one will claim that one uh, too, Yes, yeah, so apparently Jose <laughs> has been giving his sort of, uh, you know, his acceptance speeches yeah, over in Spain for what mm. Inter's doing at the moment. Now, Mazembe are the big winners in that, but actually I think Rafael Benitez is an even bigger winner because if he hadn't lost that game against a Congolese club... No. Oh, yeah. That would have been it. Exactly yes. right. Anyway, we'll talk more about the Congolese boys later on. Coming up, it's the uh, Diego's chat with Brisbane Raw captain Matt Mackay. So stay with us across Australia. This is the Four Diego's. Triple M. Rise with the Wellington Phoenix. Get Gold Coast United. For Hyundai A-League fan made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. If you want to get in touch with the Diego's, drop us a line at diegos at 4diegos.com. That's F-O-U-R-D-I-E-G-O-S dot com. You can also follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash 4diegos. Coming up, Pablo talks about the latest giant killers of world football. But first, the Diego's have a motto. You can't win things playing beautiful football, but happily one A-League team in Brisbane Raw is proving us wrong. Joining us today is their captain. Please, a big 4diegos welcome to Matty Mackay. Matty, thanks for joining us. 
Oh, my pleasure. Mate, uh, I'm Carlos Alberto Diego. You guys are 17 games unbeaten. It's a fantastic streak. You're playing beautiful football. You're scoring for fun. You're even embarked on your own Mardi Gras goal celebrations from a couple <laughs> of weeks ago. Things couldn't be better for you guys up north. Yeah, it's been great. Um, you know, another good result last night, and we keep plugging away. You know, we're... Uh, got a strong work, work ethic at the club and we've had it since pre-season and, and um, you know everyone's been doing the job so you know it's good times Now Matty Ange Postacoglu there were question marks about him last season you know people had doubts about him when he was with the uh, Junior Socceroos now he's being fated as the master coach tell me what's it like having the guy in the change room yeah, he's been exceptional this year you know I didn't think it was going to happen you know last year was uh so disappointing to finish the way we did and uh, with everyone leaving but you know with the whole uh, off season and pre-season he um, you know he recruited the right people and you know and he's got us playing you know some great football so full credit to him he's a man that um, you know he's got uh, Massimo said it's a, he's got a great philosophy on football but also life and getting across to the boys the right messages and, and, and the way to play the game which is great. Now, uh, is it true that the big secret is he pulls out a poster of Craig Foster before the game <laughs> and he gets you guys to just howl at it, get you pumped up? No one's ever brought that out. Um, actually, I've spoken about that. that. Maybe to get under his skin, that's something we could do. <laughs> uh, yeah, mess with his head. That's a good thing to do. It. Ten points up, you can do it. Got... I, I want to play next week. So. <laughs> <laughs> On the 40 Diego's Across Australia, you're listening to a special soft sombrero moment with Brisbane Raw captain Matty Mackay. Matty, it's Carlos again. Now, the Diego's... We tend to win ugly. When we play, we win ugly. But you guys are winning by playing beautiful football. But last year, you admitted that it wasn't so good. How do you start playing beautiful football when you haven't played beautiful football before? Yeah, we've always always played an entertaining brand of football, the Raw, you know, especially under uh, under Miron initially, and and then Frank. You know, we had some great players, some you know, some of the young boys that were you know extremely talented. And um, yeah, it was it got ugly towards the end of last season. But you know, the structures in that Ange brought in and the players he brought in, everyone was hungry. They want to. They wanted to prove a point, and um, you know that's the way we're playing. Now, Matt, on a more personal note in this soft sombrero discussion, <laughs> you're having personally a fantastic time. You've been selected in the 50-man Socceroo squad for the Asian Cup. There's a heck of a lot of competition out there. How do you, apart from physical injury of somebody else, <laughs> how do you make sure that you're on the Qantas flight to Doha? Mate, it's, it's club football, and you know, I'm a in a brilliant position where I'm playing every week and, you know, and uh, Hog is here watching. So, um, you know, as long as the Raw keep winning and, and um, you know, keep helping, you know, that cause, then, um, you know, I'd love to be a part of the Asian Cup and uh, that will help my claims for sure. So does Ange rip out the, the uh, bazooki when they... <laughs> <laughs> after you guys win a game, does he does he have a bit of a song and dance? Because the Greeks like to party. Not really, not really. Um, yeah, he just goes quiet and sticks to his phone and sends texts to all the people that are probably knocking him, probably to Craig Foster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's he's been great. He's been really good, and he keeps everyone level, which is definitely what we need. We don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. Love the focus. Love the uh, the cliche lines there, Matty. One last one before we let you go, mate. Uh, of course, uh, your former teammates, the Kitties. Uh, Tommy Yora and Adam Sorotta doing fantastic things with uh, Utrecht overseas. Uh, they played against Liverpool in the Europa Cup this week at Anfield. What a fantastic experience. Do you think about the boys? Do you text them? Do you talk to them? Uh, do you want to be over there with them? Love to be over there with them. It's, you know, with the boys who were here last year, Mitchie Nichols is, uh, keeps in touch with them now and again. And it was great to see them get on uh, against Liverpool during the week. That's, you know, it's massive to 
to go to Anfield and, and play there. So really proud of them. Hopefully they get some more minutes in the the rest of the season and, and continue to build their careers because it's um, yeah, very bright for those young two and also uh, Michael Zulo's over there as well. Good on you, Matty. Thanks for joining us today. You're buzzing at the moment. Well, you're one of the Diego's favourite players. Good luck with the Socceroos squad and uh, you know make sure you keep that change room focused because you're talking all yeah. the right language, mate. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks very much, guys. Really appreciate it. That was a special soft sombrero moment with uh, Brisbane Raw captain Matty Mackay. Next up, Donnie announces Holger's 50-man squad one by one for the Asian Cup. Stay tuned. This is the Four Diego's across Australia. Triple M. Get with Sydney FC for Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to aleague.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. It was Carlos, Vinny, Donny, and Pablo on the 40 Diego's across Australia. Donny, Holger announced his Socceroo 50-man squad for the Asian Cup this week. Name them one by one. <laughs> well, well, before I do that, Carlos, I, I think Julian Assange may have had something to do with this in WikiLeaks because this squad was released before Holger had intended it to be released oh, and yeah. before the AFC had intended it to be released. So I'm thinking that WikiLeaks have gone from government espionage, oh, yeah. you know, and all things tricky there, they've yep. gone to uh, Socceroo squads. But anyway, I'll start now with all seven. No? <laughs> Okay, well, I was just wondering who the 51st best footballer in Australia is, and he'd be spewing he didn't make the squad. I think it is Julian. I think Julian was spewing. He thought he, if he was 51, he would have made it. But no, we've started the seven goalkeepers. There's Look, I could, I could go on forever, but Carlos, yes. one of the most interesting ones to me is a guy who I thought was fictitious. I thought this guy was made up. Yeah. Brent McGrath. Mm. Tell me about him, will you? Yeah, it's not the Australian cricket team, by the way, and he's not related to uh, Glenn McGrath, but uh, this is a kitty. And he's ah. one of these guys that uh, I didn't know much about also. I googled. And uh, he actually plays for Bromby in uh, Denmark. He's a kid who's done well over there, but quietly. He's played 13 times for their senior team, scored one goal. A fantastic prospect they're talking about, Donnie. Keep a lid on it, though. I will. <laughs> Keep a lid on it. Jeez, <laughs> scoring one goal makes him better than Scott M- <laughs> Scotty McDonald already. But well, with these, Vinny, with these kids, keep a lid yes. on the kids. Yeah. But the point is, Carlos, Scotty McDonald needs to be played. He needs to be played yeah. till the next World Cup so he can break that hoodoo. Yeah. You know, yeah. and service. He's got to be serviced by everybody, not just the midfield now, everyone. Yeah. But my biggest worry about Scotty is that what if he never scores again? Yeah. That's that's not that's what do you mean again? Talk. <laughs> I'm just talking about he's not even scoring for Middlesbrough at the moment in the uh, English league where he's plays. So uh, what if he never scores again? What if he's lost the ability to score goals. Then it becomes a trivial pursuit question. <laughs> <laughs> but interestingly, look, they don't have to wait too long, the, the 50 who are all sweating it out about who's going to make it on the plane. On the 28th, they cut down to 23 players. There'll only be 23 players hopping aboard the Qantas flight. Do the they way. do a penalty shootout for that? How do they work that one out? I think Holger takes his Ouija board. <laughs> Will Ersan Gullum be in that squad? Because he was Ooh. almost a Turkish player during the week, but Frank Farina style, we've plucked him and we're going to play him well, and make you, him an Aussie. You would think so, because Pim didn't put him on. He had him in the squad, did not play him, and now Holger's gone, ooh, here's my opportunity. I'll yeah. do a Frank. I've taken, I'll take the lead of Frank Farina. I'll yeah. play this guy. So there's a very strong chance I think he might be played. But the worry is if he's not played, he's been rejected by two countries who have wooed him. I mean, uh, of hitting, uh, you know, it was a blaze of publicity that they've picked him for Turkey. You'd think, I'm going to play him. And for five minutes, he's tied for Turkey for life. Didn't play him. No. So he had all that incentive to play the kid. Now, I wonder if Holger will play games with this kid now and just really mess up his mind. Well, uh, look, otherwise the poor guy is going to be looking for a new country. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
I'm sure you'll look at the family tree. There'll be some, maybe Malta. Yeah, Malta's maybe. always yeah. available. Yeah, always. <laughs> well, we'll wait and see till it, uh, the, the squad's been cut to 23 on the 28th of December. Can't wait for that one. Thanks very much, Tony Dominguez. Next up, Pablo and the giant killing story in world football. Stay tuned. This is the 4 Diego's across Australia. Taste the Perth glory. Hear the Brisbane roar. For Hyundai A-League, fan-made. Get behind your local club. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. Pablo was David versus Goliath in the FIFA Club World Cup this week. Yes, and you may have seen uh, Congolese goalkeeper Matebo Kidiaba bouncing around on his backside in celebration. <laughs> and you also may have noted to yourself what a wonderful game football is because it exposes me to all sorts of cultural phenomena that I'd otherwise miss. But you'd be wrong because uh, <laughs> the Kidiaboiki, that little dance that he does, oh, jumping yeah. up and down on his back, it's actually just a little Pilates move that he oh. uh, that he practices. It strengthens his core muscles, helps him spring up again after yeah. he's uh, made a, a, a save and rolled over a couple of times. So that's but how you get uh, to meet the Pilates instructor. <laughs> 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 yes, it's just yoga for goalies. But TP Mazabe, Ingelbert, they beat Pachuca, the Mexican side. They also sp- uh, beat Internacional, which was uh, fantastic. That's uh, the Brazilian version. Big. That's the Brazilian version. The winners of uh, all kinds of cups in South America. I mean, uh, would usually make it to the uh, to the last game of this tournament. And they beat them 2-0. It's not that they didn't have their chances. They, no. they blazed wide many times. And the goalkeeper was a saint. He yep. uh, had plenty of opportunity to bounce up and down on his backside because he was great. But uh, unfortunately, they couldn't carry the whole tournament and uh, came up against Rafa Benitez and his tactical genius in the final went down 3-0. Thanks very much, Pablo Cruz. A giant killing story that we all like to hear. The romance of football, fantastic. Next up, there'll be no Mardi Gras in Qatar in 2022. Donnie, you tell us all about it. Stay with us. Across Australia, this is the 4 Diego's. Arriba! Triple M. Feel North Queensland's fury. Get Adelaide United for Hyundai A-League. Fan made. Go to aleague.com.au for tickets. It's the Four Diego's on Triple M. Welcome back. This is the Four Diego's across Australia with Carlos, Vinny, Donnie and Pablo. Donnie, Sep the Rat has some advice for our gay friends. Yes, uh, Sep has uh, had another bout of foot and mouth disease. When uh, commenting on the fact that homosexuality is illegal in Qatar, Mm. his suggestion to all our gay friends out there was, during the World Cup, refrain from any sexual activity, please. Stop shagging. Stop shagging. No shagging. Even if if your team wins. Even if your team wins, there's no way you can celebrate. No, you can't even celebrate with a drink. You can't celebrate with a drink, and you can't celebrate with any... Human relations. If you uh, if you get busted drinking in uh, a lot of Arab countries, you get fifty lashes. How many lashes do you get uh, if you're caught in having gay sex? Well, I think it might None. depend on whether you like them or not. <laughs> exactly right. May <laughs> well. Apparently, you're not allowed to take man bags in uh, Qatar as well. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, then Just all the Europeans safe, all don't, your, don't risk it. All the European coaches are in big trouble. Yes, they all carry man bags. Yep. But anyway, is it only me, or why is anyone even entertaining moving the World Cup in Qatar? From the date that everyone bid for yep. to January. And argued for. Uh, yeah, and argued it's, and explained how they were going to deal with it. It's 50 degrees blah, blah, blah. Celsius, but it'll be fine. Absolutely. We'll air condition it, will refrigerate everything. Exactly. And look, uh, unfortunately, I think this is yet another example of FIFA telling yep. the world, 
We will do what we want. We will do when we want it, how yeah. we want it. In fact, this whole bid contest is a charade. We could have just handed it to them, but we like the theatre. Exactly right. Like now, the if they moved to uh, January, Donnie, of course, it's a bit colder there, January. It's oh, a, yeah, it must like be only 40, about... It must 48. Be only 40, yeah. <laughs> it's only 35 to 40, I think. Well, there's they, a southerly. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, would the, uh, the proposal be like ducted, heat-eating everywhere? Well, yeah, that, look, that is something they're thinking about, Carlos, but I, and, and, no, and certainly no skivvies. <laughs> certainly no skivvies will be allowed no. on gloves. That well, that won't happen. But unfortunately, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just very upset. Yeah, except the rats. Uh, he's done it again. He just changes the goalposts all the time. And we, we've grown to love him in a very hateful way. <laughs> but the scary thing is, there are other people talking about it now too. Yeah. This is what's making me mad. Is you know Michelle Platini, yeah, Franz Beckenbauer. They're all starting to say, "Yeah, let's do that." <laughs> Name like Michelle, you wouldn't be allowed to go to Qatar. <laughs> He'd be you'd banned. Be, you'd be struggling, wouldn't you, Vinny? You would be struggling to get in. Yeah, I think we just wiped the 2022 World Cup off the radar completely. It's all over the shop. But thanks very much, Donnie. Thanks very much, Pablo Cruz. Thanks, uh, Vinny Venezuela. I'm Carlos Alberto. Remember, for your dose of world footy, tune into the 40 Diego's right here every week. If you want to contact the Diego's, drop us a line at diego's at 40diego's.com. That's F-O-U-R-D-I-E-G-O-S.com. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash 40 Diego's. You can check our podcast at 40diego's.com. So remember, wherever Puerto Rican girls hang out, we'll, we'll be there. there. Wherever you samba, rumba, and la bamba, we'll, we'll be there. there. Wherever there are girls with fruit on their head, and balls at their feet. We'll, we'll be there. Wherever Gringos play football, we'll, we'll be there. there. We are the Diego's. Olé. Olé. Triple M.